Welcome to the Lose Your Cravings podcast, taking a different approach to reducing your cravings once and for all with your host, Kisa Amaro, Certified Integrative Health Coach. Well, welcome back, my friends. I'm Kisa Amaro, and I help ambitious women manage their emotional eating and cravings without deprivation or complicated meal plans so they can show up fully in your life and your career. Now, I know that for many of us, nighttime eating can be a struggle. The feeling of being out of control around food at night is not easy to deal with, but I've got some great news for you guys today. If you're tired of late night cravings and you want to regain control, I have the perfect solution for you. My break free from nighttime eating guide is here to help you take charge of your relationship with food after dark. This free guide offers you a clear path to overcome those nighttime temptations. In just three simple steps, you'll learn how to understand the emotional triggers behind your late night eating habits, create a calming evening routine, and harness the power of nutrition to reduce those late night cravings. Just click the link in the show notes to grab your free break free from eating guide. Sorry, break free from nighttime eating. (laughs) We don't want to get rid of all eating. (laughs) Nighttime eating guide. Or you can follow the link in my bio on Instagram. Okay, my friends, on to our topic for this episode. Today, we're diving into a topic that resonates with many of us, and that is taking control of our relationship with food. Now, I want you to feel empowered with your relationship with food. So I am going to share with you three strategies to help you feel in control around food and empower your relationship with food. Now, before we embark on this journey, let's establish what it means to feel in control around food. Feeling in control doesn't mean strict diets or deprivation. It's about making conscious choices, listening to your body, and creating a balanced, sustainable approach to eating, and creating a mindset that is healthy and supportive around food. I know for me, before I worked on my relationship with food, I thought that If I was stricter with my food, I restricted more food like sugar, carbs, and fat, that I would feel out of control around food. But in actuality, that just made me feel anxious around food and feel out of control around food because there was no way I was going to never eat sugar again or never eat carbs again. And when I did eat them, I would overeat them thus feeling out of control. So it wasn't until I let go of, and I put in quotations, control. I let go of control, um, meaning I let go of restricting and micromanaging my food that I was able to move through the process of shifting my relationship to food and really feeling in control around the food. Um, Really having that conscious effort, those choices, like I'm choosing the foods I eat. I'm eating. The the food is not choosing me. Okay, so let's move into the three strategies that can help you create empowerment with your relationship to food. One of the fundamental steps towards regaining control is practicing mindful eating. It's about being present during meals, savoring each bite, and recognizing when you're truly hungry. Mindful eating is a practice that encourages a deep, present moment awareness of the food you consume. It's about being fully engaged with your meal, 
paying attention to the sensory experiences. So like, what does it smell like? What is the temperature? Um, is there texture to it? What is the texture in my mouth? Um, is there like a crunch? Is there a smoothness to it? And really listening to your body's cues. When you eat mindfully, you savor the flavors, the textures, and the aroma of the food you're eating. And really making each bite a more meaningful experience. Now, by tuning into your body's hunger and fullness signals, mindful eating can help prevent overeating and promote a healthier relationship with food. This practice can also reduce um, emotional and stress-driven eating, leading to better digestion and really like greater satisfaction from your meals, like really feeling satisfied versus being like, uh, that was okay. Or, uh, I wish I had more, but really like feeling satisfied around the meals you eat. So overall, embracing mindful eating can enhance your overall well-being and foster a positive connection with the nourishment your body receives. Now I have a podcast on mindful eating and it's episode 29 and I go into more depth on mindful eating and how to practice it. So take a listen after this episode. I'll put the link in the show notes. Okay, my friends. Next, um, let's talk about meal planning. <laughs> a, a meal plan or just a, a rough outline like, cause I think oftentimes when we say meal plan, it's like, I have to have every single thing, um, written out. I have to have all the recipes I have to ha like, no, it can be super simple. Like I will just put pasta and meat sauce on my meal plan. And I know exactly, I know the pasta I'm going to use. I know the marinara sauce I'm going to use. And I know the meat and I know I'm going to add some, uh, a few veggies in there. Right. Um, it doesn't have to be this complicated thing, right? But we're just talking about like having a plan, right? So having a meal plan can be a powerful tool in your journey to really help you um, shift your relationship with food, okay? So I like to think of meal planning as a roadmap. Now, if you were to go on a road trip, you wouldn't just head to like in the general direction of the place that you wanted to go and hope you got there. Like, I know we got to go west, so we're just going to head west. I know the place we're going is west. So I'm just going to head west. I'm just going to choose this road. It goes west. Right? No, you wouldn't do that. <laughs> right? You would plug in your destination on your GPS or your phone and any stops along the way that you're going to make. And it would lay out this nice blue line. That's the blue line you got to follow, right? That's your roadmap. So doing it this way, you'll get to your destination a lot faster and with a lot less frustration, right? You're not going to get lost. You're not going to end up in Timbuktu. You're not going to run out of gas. You're not going to be somewhere without food, right? When you plan out your road trip, you plan out like, okay, do we need to spend the night somewhere? If so, what are the hotels or campgrounds that I can stay in? Um, or do we have relatives there that we can stay with? Right? You might plan out like, okay, where are the gas stations? If you're going going to be like um, driving on country roads where there's not many, there aren't many towns or resources, like 
you know, where are we going to get gas or where are we going to eat? Okay. So we, we have this roadmap when we go on road trips, right? So having a plan for your meals you eat will help you stay focused and be a lot less stress in the long run, right? Um, So I like to think of meal planning as like a road trip. Like I plan a road trip and I have like these specific things planned out. um, And it helps me get to my destination and stay focused and stay on track and less stress, less frustration. My meal plan, I have meal ideas picked out for like five days out of the week. Sometimes we have leftover. There's usually leftover. So we'll have a day of leftovers and sometimes we go out to eat. Okay. And so it helps me, um, especially like after a long day, right? It's so much easier for me to make dinner after a long day when I can just, I just look at like, oh, what do I have planned for day for today? Oh, noodles and, and uh, meat sauce. Okay. Let's pull out the meat. Let's pull out the noodles. Let's pull out the sauce. Let's get the veggies. And I just know what to do, right? I don't have to think about it because I'm already stressed. I'm already tired. I've been doing this and this and that and that all day. I've been dealing with this person or that person. And the last thing I want to have to do is be like, okay, what should I eat today? <laughs> right? Because what happens is if I have nothing planned and I'm just like, I'm just like looking in the fridge and I'm like, okay, what do I have in the fridge? What do I have in the pantry? Like what's in the freezer? Maybe the garden. Is there anything in the garden? And I'm like, what can I put together out of these things? Right. Or better yet, I'm too tired to think about it, about making food. And let's just go out to eat or order out. Right. So when I make this plan and I have groceries in the refrigerator, in the pantry, it's so much easier so much less brain power, so much less stress during the week. And it's just easy peasy for me, right? Okay. Oh, one last thing is I will also argue that planning your meals ahead of time saves you money and time and creates less food waste. I will 100% argue that. Okay. So lastly, I want to talk about compassion and moderation. Now, when I talk about moderation, I'm talking about not restricting. So we're allowing all foods. There's no good foods. There's no bad foods. We just eat foods in moderation. We don't have any limits or um, I can't, food rules. We'll just say food rules. Okay. So achieving control around food and really empowering your relationship to food doesn't mean being overly strict with yourself. Like I shared in my own experience, as well as the experiences of, you know, many of the clients I worked with, the tightening up on their diet doesn't lead to feeling in control around food. And in fact, it's the complete opposite. It leads, the the tightening up leads to overeating and feeling out of control around food. So now I know that this seems counterintuitive, so I invite you to just hear me out on this one. Self-compassion is crucial when you are working on your relationship to food, 100%. Okay, you can't hate yourself then. Self-compassion and moderation are 
powerful tools for regaining control around food, for empowering your relationship to food. Self-compassion and moderation are essential in healing your relationship to food. Self-compassion encourages, like when we're talking about self-compassion, it encourages this kind, non-judgmental attitude towards yourself and really replacing that negative self-talk that we have and that self-criticism with understanding and patience. It allows us to embrace our imperfections and forgive ourselves for past struggles with food. Now, when paired with the principle of moderation, which promotes balanced and mindful eating, it fosters a more harmonious connection with food. Moderation teaches us to savor food without guilt or restriction, ensuring a sustainable, healthy approach to eating, right? We let go of those food rules. When we don't have those food rules, we're not going to feel guilty for breaking them, right? So together, self-compassion and moderation help us break free from that cycle of emotional eating, overindulgence, and guilt, empowering us to make nourishing choices and find a sense of peace and balance in our relationship with food. Okay. Now, an episode that is coming to mind as I talk about this that will help you let go of guilt and shame around eating foods that you may think of as quote unquote bad or off limits that you have food rules around is episode 90. It's called Mindful Indulgences. Um, and I will put the link in the show notes. Okay. So remember, finding control around food is a personal journey, it takes time patience and practice. Okay. So we can, we can start to shift our relationship with food and empower our relationship with food by practicing mindful eating, by planning ahead and by working on self-compassion and moderation around food. Okay. So my friends, I want to know what strategy you resonate with the most and seems the most doable to you to help you empower your relationship with food. Remember, we don't have to do all the things. We just have to start with one thing, okay? So is it mindful eating, planning ahead, having self-compassion and moderation, okay? What are you going to start to implement, start to work on to help shift your relationship with food, to help empower your relationship with food and really feel in control around food, okay? Embrace the small steps and celebrate the victories along the way, my friends. Okay. This is all I have for you today. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe and leave a review. Your feedback helps us bring you content that matters. I'd greatly appreciate it. And join me for my next episode where I am talking with Kristen from Create My Weight uh, around this concept of fitness freedom. It's an awesome interview. I talked with her earlier this week, so I'm so excited to share this interview with her with you guys. It's such an amazing concept, and it's going to shift the way you look at exercise. Okay, until next week, bye, y'all.